The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Manchester City are going to a fifth straight Champions League quarterfinals after managing to beat Sporting CP 5-0 on aggregate. Well, we all knew that Manchester City would be going to the quarterfinals for the fifth consecutive time. I mean, let's be honest, Sporting CP, they never had a chance, now did they? As painful as it is to say, it is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You know, of course I was a little bit, uh, you know, I wasn't really surprised to see how this particular game went. I mean, in, in the open, in the first leg, Manchester City on the road at, to, at Sporting CP beats them 5-0. to zero. And I figured this time, I wouldn't have been surprised if Manchester City had rested some of their starters, which they did. And quite frankly, at that point, you know, Manchester City really was, was not under pressure whatsoever. But I felt like, you know... Regardless, I, I didn't feel that Man- that Manchester City was going to allow, <laughs> like was going to allow at least five goals, much less six, to lose to lose and you know and choke out of the round of sixteen. I mean that's that that's not Manchester City. That's not the Manchester City that we know now. Now some will say, well, you know, Manchester City prefer preferably likes to choke either in the quarterfinals or the semifinals or in the final itself. But you know that that remains to be seen because Manchester City has only gotten better since last year. And I mean. Now that Paris Saint-Germain is out of the is out of the tournament, uh, really honestly, now we're really looking to see if Manchester City is, is the club that can actually finally be able to win the title for the first time. I mean, for the last ten years or so, Manchester City has been building and building, acquiring player after player. You know, you know, with the leadership of Mr. of uh, Pep Guardiola. You know, last year they were in the final, but they lost to Chelsea and uh, didn't have a very good game and got a little, they got a little bit overwhelmed. I mean, they did their best, they but they just could not score and that was one of the biggest problems for Manchester City, but no, no matter how they lost, they just, you know, got overwhelmed and and stuff like that happens. I mean, I'm not I'm not trolling Manchester City and by by any means, but at this point, you know, with Manchester City, you know, really at, at that point, you know, they want to avenge what happened to them last season and they, this time they want to win the title, but they want to win it convincingly. You know, because if if Manchester City doesn't win the title th- this season, you know this is really going to harm their reputation. I mean, their har- their reputation is a bit harmed already. But, you know, but this is in their history books. Like, you know, last few last few years, you know, with all the deep talent and you know their loaded team with you know great managing and great talent, but they just can't win the big one. I mean, 
you know, they're in the same boat as, as Paris Saint-Germain. So, and, and Manchester City really doesn't want to be in, in that same boat now, do they? So, anyway, it, it's unclear who Manchester City will play next in the quarterfinals. Uh, all right, imagine that we're probably going to find out later this month. So, but, you know, right now with, with the case of Manchester City, you know, uh, take a look at the lineup from the their 0-0 draw today at home against uh, Sporting CP. Well, you know, seeing you know, Raheem Sterling actually started and Gabriel Jesus actually started as well, but Kevin De Bruyne did not start. Riyad Mahrez didn't start. Uh, same thing with Jack Grealish. So, I mean, a couple, a couple of the regular starters, you know, um, Fernandinho, Silva, Sterling, and Foden, and Jesus, I mean, those guys were in. But, you know, it was good to see Emeric Laporte, you know, be in the defense uh, as well. So, so Manchester City really just kind of played in a sense to where, like, you know, we're up comfortable, comfortably. They don't. They they did not need to beat a dead horse. So I mean, sometimes I kind of feel like the way they were playing today, some would strongly suggest that they were kind of being respectful towards their opponent. Like they're already up five for nothing on aggregate. They don't. Like I said, they don't need to beat a dead horse. So I mean, that that can be the case. But I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that Manchester City just simply did not try. I mean, if if they weren't trying, I mean, they would have conceded at least three goals. I mean, Manchester City was still trying, but. The way I see it, they were playing a, a, the way the game. They were just kind of showing their opponents some respect, you know. And and that you have to applaud. I mean, you really do. I mean, you're up five nothing on on aggregate. You know, do do you really need do you really need to keep adding goals? I mean, perhaps I means you can maybe start put put in the starters for maybe the first half, you know, and then be up two to nothing. And then you're up seven nothing on aggregate, and then you can pull then you can pull out your top three starters and you know give the give the reserves a little bit of experience. You know, me specifically. I'd give the young, the youngsters like you know the like maybe like a nineteen year old player you know bring in like the nineteen year old and a twenty year old and twenty one year old like bring in the youngsters and give them some Champions League knockout stage experience because you know we all know they're gonna need it, need it in the future but but still you know you know you know I find it really interesting that Pep Guardiola made a couple of changes you know brought you know you know actually made a, made a change at the goalkeeping position. Because I actually saw something really, really interesting as far as the goalkeeping position goes. I'll kind of pull it out my notes. Oh, here we go. That Scott Carson actually came in to pick his first Champions League appearance since 2005. Wow. <laughs> well, I uh, certainly never would have expected that. Yeah, Scott Scott Carson, if I'm correct. If I got, yep, Scott Carson. I can't believe I actually already forgot. You know, Scott Carson, who... Man, he's, he's been around for a long time. I mean, his first Champions League appearance since he was 20 years old. Wow. Kind of really taking a look at his career, Scott Carson, because I'm not sure if I had heard of him, you know, pr pr until the day. I mean, uh, you know, Scott Carson you know, really uh, is looking at the highlights of the Manchester City game, and, and really, I was like, see, huh? Because I, I like, told myself I had never heard of him before. Started his career all the way back in 2003, played for Leeds United, and then moved to Liverpool. You know, while he was at Liverpool, he was loaned to several clubs, like, even including to Aston Villa. You know, from 2015 to 2021, he played for Derby County. And then he's been loaned to, then he's been loaned, he was loaned to Manchester City in 2019. And, and then, and then, starting from last season, he's been with Manchester City on a permanent deal. So... 
Yep. So his yeah his his so yeah I see like how he was with Leeds United in 2005. He was you know started with Leeds United and then went to uh, Liverpool. You know, 2003 and 2005 only made three appearances for Leeds United and made only four appearances for Liverpool. So, you know, made 158 total appearances for Derby County. So, so it all makes sense. Like, yeah, because I, I would wonder, like, huh, I wonder how, you know, this is his first Champions League appearance since 2005. I mean, that's an awful long time. So, so, so now it truly makes sense. So, you know, so really now I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I applaud Pep Guardiola for, for, for blessing Scott Carson with, with such an opportunity. I mean, in this particular scenario, whether you support Chelsea, whether you support Arsenal, or even the disgraceful Manchester United, you know, you, you have to applaud the fact that Pep Guardiola gave somebody who hasn't made an appearance in this tournament since 2005, he gave him the... I'm not going to say Pep Guardiola gave Scott Carson the opportunity. He blessed him with the opportunity. And that you have to applaud. And, of course, I'm, I'm super curious to know... The thoughts of uh, my good friend, Mr. Joe Maver, on the situation. And I'm sure that he would say the same thing. Because I would say, Joe, even though he Pep Guardiola gave the chance, I think out of respect, it's much more... It's, it's, it's much more reasonable and dignifying to saying that, you know, that, that he blessed him with the opportunity, so... So really, that's how I kind of see uh, the opposition. So, so mad, mad props to Prep Guardiola and to Scott Carson. Congratulations, and you know, you know, now that he's moving to the quarterfinals, you know, I'm sure that Scott Carson can actually have some better experience with the Champions League as well. So hopefully, you know, that continues. So, yeah. So anyway, I'm at this game right here. You know. Pulling up a little bit of the stats, uh, you know, Manchester City only had like 14 shots, you know, only four shots on target, and Sporting CP had six uh, shots and three on target, and nobody could put the ball into the back of the net. I mean, Manchester City still run around, you know, making, making some passes and keeping uh, the high percentage of, uh, of, of ball possession. So, so, like I said, you know, Manchester City was still kind of running the ball around. They, they were still challenging Sporting CP and telling them, look, you're going to have to earn... Your goals went out. We're not just going to give it to you. I mean, we're still going to respect you enough in this game. But, like I said, Manchester City was really just kind of, you know, playing in a level of respect. But, you know, still. But they were kind of doing, like, their their duty as well. But Sporting CP really couldn't do anything. But, like like I said at the beginning, you know, right, right from the beginning, as soon as we found out that Sporting CP was playing Manchester City, you know, we, the whole world was already convinced that, that Sporting CP didn't stand a chance whatsoever. And then... It's truly, un it is truly unfortunate. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, but uh, like I said, I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, can't say can't say I'm surprised that that's how the game went. I mean, particularly both particularly both games. So anyway, let's see if I can pull up some of the stats. Well, you know, the fact is, well, Manchester City actually had four chances missed, so maybe that's a little bit something to worry about, but. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Joe is not going to worry about it. I mean, I'm sure he would say, look, it's nothing to worry about. But, uh, you know, but still, four big chances missed. You know, even Sporting CP missed, had a huge chance to miss of their own. You know, the, the fact that, you know, you know, both teams kind of played sol had some solidarity on defense, especially Sporting CP, because Sporting CP had a total of 26 clearances. And 
Sporting CPA had 11 interceptions while, <clears throat> excuse me, while uh, Manchester City had 10. But, you know, a total of seven saves combined, you know, four saves by the Sporting CP goalkeeper. So, so Sporting CP did put some respectable stats, but it's un you know, unfortunately, they were, you know, after the losing badly in their first game, then they never had a chance to, uh, to advance. But we still have to give Sporting CP something like, you know what? They, they still put up the effort. So, so regardless of the situation, Sporting CP did actually put forth a tremendous effort. And without a doubt, they deserve praise of it. And, you know, going back to Manchester City, you know, showing some respect and showing a, a class act, you know, for Manchester City. I mean, both teams, you know, really, like, deserve a, a bit of, of a pat on the back. So, so Manchester City advances to the, to the final eight, which we all knew what happened. And I'm sure that later this month we'll find out who they play. So, anyway, you know, uh, congratulations to Manchester City and... Quite frankly, I can't wait to see who they play next. And as Sporting Sporting CP goes, it's unfortunate that it had to end this way. But in this particular game, you, you did your best. You, you still tried to do your best. You didn't give up. So, you know, you deserve respect for that as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I'll see you all next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.